it's very, I feel like it could be very problematic and something I got mad, something I had to really work with, like this feeling of just being, getting support and like receiving love is challenging, man. Like that is probably, if there is one huge challenge out there for me, it's been that I struggle sometimes with just like even taking a compliment. God damn it. Just, Hey man, I really liked you. I'm like, yeah, but I did that. What's the explanation Mm. for my guy? Like, thank you. You know what I mean? How hard was that? Thank you for the compliment. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Masculinity Podcast, a space we created to help redefine what it means to be a powerful man in the modern era. I'm your co-host CK, and this is your co-host A Squared, aka Anwar Ahmed. And today we're going to be talking about an interesting concept between men and men, and the respect and support shown between the two. But before we get into that, you know what time it is? Moochek. Hey, 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 Coach Kyle. What's going on, man? You know what? I'm excited because at the time of this podcast, it'll probably be after. But my birthday is in two weeks. Let's go. Let's go. 29? 29? I still feel sometimes like I'm 23, but not in like a bad way. I just don't feel 29. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if that's something that the guys feel like. Like you're about to turn 30 this year, right? Do you feel like you're going to? We're not talking about me. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. Uh, so my birthday's in a couple of weeks. I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, it's COVID we're pandemic. We're not talking about me. He's, he's turning 29, actually. I think yeah, I got we're that running number it, wrong. Yeah, we're running it back. Like, we're running it back. Doug Ford basically said that you could run it back. So I'm, 20, <laughs> I'm 29 again. I'm doing this all over again because that was not the right display. That was not the year we were supposed to have. So it's okay. We're just going to do a little rinse and repeat. <laughs> run it back. Got it. All right. All right. So we're actually both turning 29 this year. We should share a birthday party or something. You there know? you go. There yeah. you go. My sister actually might catch up to me. She's been trying to chase me in age. And I'm like, you know, this is not a race you can win, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm forever going to be, because we're the same age for 17 days. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born on April 1st. I was born on April 18th. So like we were born pretty much damn near back to back. But she's I should, I'm like every year during the 17 days, she like gets all giddy. Like they're like the great, like she's, I'm like, enjoy the 17 days. Like just get ahead, but I'm running it back this year. So she actually might finally get her wish. And hey. like, here we go. <laughs> uh, we'll be the same age and I'm cool with that. But I love that. Something about 29 too. That's just the, the number doesn't resonate that well. It's I, just it's, like, I don't it's, even... it's, a, it's a 30 lands, right? Cause it's ugh, another decade, you know, you're into the, the big boy. I feel like 25 lands. Really? Did we count anything between 25 and 30? All those numbers kind of were just like 26, eh, 27. I'm just, eh. I'm, just, I'm just doing, I guess. Yeah. So like this like weird, miserable countdown kind of like, you're like, Oh moment. fuck. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the twenties, man. Like the twenties were great. And like, I'm excited for the thirties. I think that the important part about ages is just to like accept that what's coming for you is going to be, you got to get excited about what's coming. You know what I mean? You got to be excited about and less trying to hold on to what is. Well, I heard the thirties is where it's at. That's why that's why on regardless of what like gender you identify with, I feel like the thirties are where it's at. Mm -hmm. So everyone says it's where you like, you care way less about what's happening around you. Like you're in a good spot with yourself. You start loving, you're taking care of life. Like it just seems to be this space that everyone looks forward to. Although they're scared to turn 30. Mm -hmm. It's a weird dynamic, but then it's supposed to be the best years. I guess it depends on just kind of what momentum you're carrying into your thirties that people True. start feeling like if you feel like you're at the 30 and you haven't maybe necessarily got those boxes ticked, <laughs> um, then what was that? An affirmation alarm clock? What was that? Man, what was that, bro? I'm not timing this thing. Well, I got to start turning my phone off. I think. Yeah. But what did it say though? Yeah. Okay. So I have three affirmation alarms that go off three times a day. Okay. That made sense. I have three alarms that go off every day uh, and I change them periodically. I actually need to change them now because they stopped really hitting home. But these, th- these ones are all the same. One, two, and three. I have one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night. And they all say the same thing. They say, return to your highest self. So wherever I'm at, whatever I'm thinking, whatever I'm experiencing, you just drift from that space a lot. So I just want to constantly remind myself to get there. The more I can do that, the better I feel the more ability I have, feel I have to just stay in that space as often as possible. Um, but I'm going to change it to, uh, you are not your thoughts. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. I'm going to change it to that. My, I might do three different ones this time, but that's been on my mind a lot lately, uh, last week or so. So I'm just going to toss it into my alarm. I like that repetitive conditioning. 
you know? Yeah. Sometimes we, we know how to think about situations when we're thinking about them, but when they're just kind of presented to us, we forget how we feel about it, mm. you know? But when you condition yourself constantly, right? Um, it does that thing where now if you're, you maybe think your thoughts are you, you've been conditioning yourself all month to mm-hmm. think differently. Mm-hmm. So you don't even, it doesn't even, it doesn't catch wind. And I think it's, uh, it's an interesting space. I know we're getting not into the topic of today's podcast, but talking about that conditioning, it's essentially saying we've been so far conditioned the other way that in order to get back to that other space, we just think it's a snap of a finger. But do you know how many years of your life you're battling? If you want to be like a super courageous person now, but you've never been courageous before, that doesn't just show up, right? So if I want to be my highest self as often as possible, I clearly haven't been my whole life. So I'm so conditioned to act one way. I have to basically fight that neurological connection in my mind that's so strong and build a new one out of nowhere. And it's that's actually really difficult to do. So that's actually one of the... the factors that went into that was reminding myself that because i knew i just it's a skill it's a skill these are skills intentional repetition intentional repetition intentional repetition not wasting my time trying to like master one thing and then move on and master another um and just return to whatever i need to you but yeah it's definitely definitely practice for sure it's cool man i like that yeah All right, so working off of last week's PQ leading into today's episode, the question we left you with was, why do you think men struggle to support other men? And this was an interesting topic for us to consider chatting about. Um, I've found it in my space, for sure, that there's an interesting concept here where, A, I think visually from the outside world, it looks kind of weird. Uh, how we do support each other when we do. And at the same time, I sometimes feel like I'm not being supported by men in a sense. And so we want to talk about that today and just kind of bring to light some of this, maybe bring a different level of understanding to a lot of people who think we're not supporting. And then also to, to maybe decipher some of the challenges that men face with supporting their fellow man. Cause I think that there's a lot into that. So I'm just going to ask you outright because I think that this might prompt an interesting response. Why do you think men struggle to support other men? I think it's an open question. I think it's like, when I think about this, the first thing that comes up to me is competition. That's like the first feeling, right? It's so you feel like um, we're in constant competition yeah, with each other. I think that men just, you know, there's two things, there's two prongs to this, you know, I guess problem or conversation, or, um, I think one is competition. Um, I think two is that we're just so stuck in trying to do it ourselves. Right. So to, to need support, you got to admit that you're not capable of doing it yourself. Right. Which would mean you're not a lone wolf. You're not strong enough. Okay. And I just don't think that people like, I think that men, we just like are, we subscribe to, I got this, Mm. I got this, I got this, I got this. And that doesn't necessarily, um, it's something that even, you know, if you get it out of the men supporting men space, men, I just feel like from my perspective, I struggle to receive love period. Mm. I struggle to be supported. Like if it's not my mom, like, you know, someone who I've just like that, that support system has been there forever. And like, you know, my mom can pretty much, and even, even then, like there's sometimes I'm like, mom, that's enough. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, ah, and it's just, there's something that is there that is just like, we struggle with just like, first of all, accepting the love and accepting the support and admitting that like, Hey, I, I can tell you need the support. And even when we chime in, we're like, no, I'm good. So there's that resistance there. There's the resistance with, you know, the idea of I'm in competition with you. So if I get help from you, then, you know, and then I feel like the little underlying hidden thing too, is that if you support me through it, then did you d- diminish my accomplishment? Mm. You know what so I mean? So it's like a little bit of a collaboration moment where we're like, no, like I figured that out. I had that answer. The ego, right? Hoorah. Yeah. If yeah. you help me get to the thing, then when I get to the thing, I got to think that you helped me to get there. Yeah. That doesn't feel good. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, man. No, but there's a lot wrong with that. <laughs> like there's so much wrong with that. Yeah. Right. There's so much wrong with that. One, the fact that we think that way, um, because the, it's very, I feel like it could be very problematic and something I got mad, something I had to really work with, like this feeling of just being, getting support and like receiving love is challenging, man. Like that is probably, if there is one huge challenge out there for me, it's been that I struggle sometimes with just like even taking a compliment. God damn it. Just, Hey man, I really liked you. I'm like, yeah, but I did that. What's the explanation mm. for my guy? Like 
Thank you. You know what I mean? How hard was that? Thank you for the compliment. But there's something, man, I don't know what it is. And I don't know why, you know, your makeup or, um, you know, who, who we are as men, or maybe it's just me individually, but struggle with that, man. Like I struggle with the idea of, um, and so I think that that kind of bleeds into the conversation of like men supporting men. Well, if I struggle to, to receive and other men struggle to receive, well, now there's a silent conversation. We're not talking now. I ain't supporting you. You ain't supporting me because I'm struggling to receive. You're struggling to receive. No one taught us how to show. No one's taught us how to help in a way and give you support. And I give you support in a way that kind of, um, you're okay with, you don't feel like I'm attacking your, your goal. I'm trying to hijack your accomplishment by mm. supporting you. No one taught me how to help you without making you feel that like I'm not hijacking your story here. So let's just keep quiet. Let's just keep it silent. Mm. And so that's kind of how I think that the, you know, the problem kind of, that's how the feelings come up. And that's how I think that the problem lives is because of some of those little intricacies that I kind of spoke of there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the receive part. I think that's huge. And that kind of attests to what I was mentioning in the last episode about receiving happiness and understanding. It was less about like being able to, re- to feel happiness because I can, but it's about receiving that from the world and from the universe, receiving that as an option. Uh, receiving is an interesting concept. I think that a lot of people block that. And a lot of men block that too because it's how much did I accomplish or did someone help me? So then I feel like I didn't do it myself. So then I'm not worthy of your respect or support or what have you. And, you know, we sometimes support each other in absurd ways too, which I think also reflects a challenge when we're actually praised for something by another man, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you do something good, like I might come at you in like a more of a banter way. Right, like I might come at you and and bug you about it, or like poke fun at you, or not really give you the full praise. However, you know I'm praising you, Mm -hmm. right? But then I come to you when you I feel doesn't matter what the situation is. I feel like you did something of value. Then I would be like, whoa, bro, that was great. Like that's great. I'm actually really proud of you. I think from my experience, like I I'm liking that you're saying that but I think you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Why is that? Slight, because I don't know how to receive that from another man. Oh, right, right, right. But right? when you've accomplished something though, right? When I've accomplished something, yeah. Okay, Yeah, All yeah. Right. So if I accomplish something, you come to me and you're like, whoa, bro, that's great. Like, I'm really proud of you. I'd be like, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like- Because I'm already onto the next thing in my mind, first exactly. of all. Exactly. I'm already, I'm not even sitting in that emotion long enough to be praised for it. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. I'm like, cool, thanks, man. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like there is this- That's what I was supposed to do. Weird idea that we don't feel like we deserve to be celebrated. Do you feel that way? I feel like, like as men, not us individually, but just like as men, it's maybe a concept of we don't feel like we're worthy of being celebrated. I think that's more in our own head. Yeah. Hundo. I think we don't think that we're like in your own head. You don't right. want to be celebrated. Right. Not that's that what I meant. Yeah, yeah. putting that pressure on you. You to yourself are like, nah, we just want to like make everything seem so like not a con- like, nah. Cause I think the, I think the hidden thing is that is if you accomplish something big and you shrug it off, like it was nothing, it actually has more weight. If you enjoy your accomplishment too much, then it shows that like, maybe it was, let me find the right words here. But if I accomplish something and I'm way too excited about accomplishing that thing, then that's all I'm going to amount to. You know what I mean? I can't move on to something else or like, mm. how do I phrase it? Like, it's kind of like, like overzealous. I'm more manly if I accomplish something crazy and I'm lackluster about it. Oh, right. Cause then it's you're easy. Yeah. 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 It was light. Like, Oh, that little thing? Mm-hmm. Like, where people are like, yo, that thing that you accomplished was sick. Oh, that little thing? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, give, me, give me a second to brush my shoulder off. Like, I could, you know? I could, do, I could do more than that. You know a little I mean? dusty. Like, I'm not that serious. Um, but for me, it's also more so like, there's this idea that you don't have to, you can't over enjoy your accomplishments because then it's like, is it showing that like, it took your whole being to create that. Right. You exhausted yourself to get to that point. Therefore, you got nothing left to give. Therefore, like this is going to be my, my, my gold star. You know what I mean? And so I feel like men will celebrate massive things. We just won't celebrate little things. But unfortunately, the little wins get us there, right? A good example is this idea of just like, you know, men don't even like celebrating their birthdays. Right. We've already had this conversation where like you brought up that I'm going to be celebrated yeah. this year. And I'm like, 
it made me so uncomfortable. I was like, no, I just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chill. Like birthdays aren't huge for me. It's light. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's just not. It's a birthday. Like I don't really know People what the big singing, deal about it is. People are singing happy birthday. You're like, oh, awkward. You're just like not there. Like you're just like cringing. So like you're just so uncomfortable. It's your birthday. You're getting hugs. You're getting dapped up. The whole thing feels like an allergic reaction. Yeah. Like I, I want, I want everybody to stop. It's like stop doing that. We're just so uncomfortable with just like having a little bit of. A little bit of hype and a little bit of excitement yeah. about because you're just like, I haven't accomplished. What the hell are we celebrating here, bro? Exactly. What did I accomplish? Like, oh, I'm behind in life. I'm 29. I don't have this or, you know, I'm 40 and I don't have this yet. Like we, there's this idea that we need more where we're at in that moment. And that obviously comes from cultural conditioning, but it's just so crazy to me, that concept. And then that's, that also fuels the fire of something I wanted to talk about was that um, when some, uh, another guy does something that's in our close circle at least from my experience it's more likely that the women will praise him for that than it is the other men will praise him for that big facts which i it's just falls in line with the birthday big thing. facts we just don't even it's not even in our circle <laughs> imagine you're hype about something right like imagine you're excited about something and you think you've accomplished something and you show up to the mandem, you show up to the homies, and you're excited about what you accomplished <laughs> and you're like yo fellas i did this thing and the group thinks it's weak you're done. Right. It's literally a wrap. But that little win for you could have been so big. But it's almost like the guys kind of create this idea of just like, bro, don't show up here with that little win. Mm. The, the hell? Mm -hmm. You're coming in here with that little energy? Nah, man. But that's so sad, man. Mm. That's just so sad. Because like, you gotta win, you gotta win quarters to win games. You gotta win quarters to win games. And if other men aren't like helping each other, like be proud of those quarters that you won, those victories that you got in those small little pockets, then how the hell are we supposed to fucking win the game? Right. Like, you know how hard it is to get the amount of times, like my, even my close homies, my boys are like, we're tight. We're, we, we celebrate the quarters. It's like, we've gone to a space where it's just like, we've matured out of that stuff, you know? Um, and the good thing about being a, a bigger group of guys is that like, if one guy tries to diminish your accomplishment, the other guy will step up and be like, yo, bro, don't, don't, don't rain on his prey. What are you talking about, bro? Mm. Like that was, that, that's hype, man. That's good. Like you're moving in the right direction, but it's taking time for us to get there. And right. I see groups that don't have that. They're still in that very, like show up when you're lit, bro. Like, don't, don't tell me about these little wins. Um, but in that, in that kind of friendship and in that kind of back and forth in those, like in those like quarters, um, I kind of lost my train of thought there a little bit. I had a big one and then I lost my train of thought because I got to the group, but I wanted to say something about the group thing. So like with these groups, like with these groups of guys and like these friendships that you have, if you, um, don't celebrate the wins, those don't celebrate those quarters. Right. And here's a prime example. It kind of came back to me. They will reach out to me. Like we got this podcast is going right. Like we're live. We're, we're on the go. We're going. They will slide in your DMs and tell you how they feel about the podcast instead of sh like just making the comment on the post. Mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it literally makes zero sense, bro. Because what you said, you feel, right? So what you said, you feel. And you're like, you're like, yo, what you did was lit. Like, I appreciate that. I literally, I would comment back like, could you comment that on the post? Like, yeah. I don't get this weird kind of like, is it weird for you to show like... It almost has to be in private. Why has it got to be so private? Like, what can't show public love to another man? I don't understand. And it's and we're really like we're gonna have to we're unpackaging this for real because it's just like man, have you gone? And I made an Instagram story about this. Like, if you go on, a girl can post literally nothing, bro. <laughs> nothing. Like, I'm talking about a picture of her, how she woke up. I woke up like this. Like, it's just which is something, but it's just mm. like there's nothing there's nothing monumental about the post. And it could be like having a good day. Mm -hmm. And the girls are in there. Every single one of her friends. Fire emojis. What fire? Like one girl will post fire emoji right back after that. Everything. All about this. I love hair, <laughs> nails. One person, 17 comments. Like, and it's like your best friend will slide into your DMs and be like, yo, that epic thing that you did. Good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, man. It's, I don't, we struggle, man. Men supporting men is a big thing. It is. It is. You know it's what? Big... Uh, something that came up when you were talking about, it, I find it's, I think that, I don't know if I not nailed it. There's multiple reasons, but I think it's because there hasn't really been like a movement for it. You know, we've just known it's always been that way. And we're, we've been good with it in a way. 
like you want to slide in my DMs, that's great because I don't know how to receive it from you anyway. So even if you did comment, I don't know what I would do with it. But on the other end, it's like when the the feminist movement really came to rise, one of the biggest components of that was women supporting other women because they recognized it was a problem. Yeah, and behind each other. So they got behind each other and now it's at the best place it could possibly be where women are really supporting women like on a whole other level. But they had to push to make that happen. They had to fight to make that happen within themselves. We haven't done that. We haven't made that kind of movement. You know, we're, we're kind of doing that with this podcast. Like we, men, for all of you out there that are killing it, like we're proud of you. Like take that in. We're proud of you. For sure. Right? And you're probably feeling like, okay, cool, thanks. He doesn't even know what I'm and doing. And if you're on your way there, yeah. we're proud of you too. Exactly. Like we're, we're, You don't got to be killing it to be proud of somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Forward progression. Progress is progress. That's what we're here for. And so I just find that I think that's probably one of the biggest things is we just haven't really fought for it. Because we're good with where it's at, in a sense. Well, at least we make it seem like we are. Mm-hmm. But it is a bit of a problem because we don't celebrate life, in a sense. Right? But we got each other's back, though. True. The support, you know, the support is there. The support is there. There isn't a. There's another conversation going on here. Do men do, hell yeah, men support other men, but it's just the way we support, mm-hmm. right? The way we support it, it becomes a bit. Um, Empty is the word I'm going to use because it's like, it's just, it, there isn't the, we don't know how to receive the love. So we don't know how to receive the support. And so it's very much, it, it goes more towards like, I got your back. You got my back and you know, mm. I, fuck, I, you know, I rock with you, you know, the I thing, I got you. Mm-hmm. And that's where it lives. And you have to make up the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, everything kind of gets tied back to that. Like if you are like, Hey bro, like, you know, why don't you, um, you know, sh- show support in this way? You're like, nah, bro, I, you know, I got you, man. Don't make me do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean, don't make me have to go into that uncomfortable space to show you, like, you know what I mean? Like, just let me chill in this little, like, I know how to manage my life here. Like, and just know I got you, man. Like, if you ever need any help, like, let me know. You know what I mean? But really, that kind of means, like, make sure you need help. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, so there's just a quiet conversation that's going on. And, like, there isn't, I've always felt like men are loyal as hell. Like, in my, at least, at least my, like when you have a crew, like, you know, when you get your crew and you get your, like, you know, your one or two or whatever, the problem is, is that what we support each other in sometimes doesn't have evolution. Mm. So we might find each other in an area of, you know, adversity and we bond over that sport and we bond over that bad habits. We bond over that, you know, how we form this brotherhood is a coin toss. The problem is, is that most friend groups can't evolve. Mm-hmm. from that original brotherhood bond because we don't know how to show love, receive love, show support, receive support. Mm-hmm. Cause all we see is that you're outgrowing this environment that we built our whole entire stuff on. And I don't know how to support you in your journey that way. So see ya. Mm-hmm. And then I got to move on and find new brotherhoods that align with what I'm doing, but I can't carry my old brotherhood with me because they don't get what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because we've never had those serious conversations where it's I supported you in those times, you supported me in those times, you know, those casual times too. We celebrated those first quarter wins, those second quarter wins, those third quarter wins. So I got to damn near see if you win the game. I'm not leaving now. You know what I mean? But if we never had those little small wins together, we never had it in all of our brotherhood and all of our bond and all of our support is caught up in like making sure that, you know, if someone swings at me, you swing at them too. Or, you know, if something happens here to me, you got my family, I got your family. If everything's just built on those things, then I just got to wait for those things to happen to support you. Mm. My loyalty is to, hey, I said, I got you. I got you. If that guy hits you, you know, I got you. Mm-hmm. But the emotional stuff, I didn't say I got you for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't sign up for that. I don't even know how to do it with my own. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of the 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 challenge with men is that sometimes we are only supporting other men based on like what we've been able to support ourselves through. And if I haven't dealt with those chapters, I haven't dealt with those, you know, that evolution for myself, I don't know how to support you through that because I haven't even been through that. An interesting thing came up. I want to ask you a question. I think I know the answer to this first one. It's a two-parter. The first one is just a yes or a no. In your experience with your father, mm. right, we're going to pull that in for a second. Do you feel like he gave you love and you received his love? Yeah. Okay. Now, do you feel like you have always almost been able to um, receive and give love to other guys? Uh, yeah. 
Okay. I think so. I think that it's, um, I think where you're going with the question is that like, was I able, did I understand receiving love and supporting men at a young age? Yeah, essentially. So the reason that I ask is because I, what I came to the thought was, you know, for me, I never felt like I was receiving love from a male figure, male father figure. And they were absent a lot of the time. So for me now, I never knew it growing up. So I don't know how I can expect myself to know it now because my malleable years, the years I'm learning everything, I didn't have that opportunity to learn. I only learned how to receive that from the females, from my, from all the women in my circle. Mm. Right. So I didn't have that giving of love in that feeling of being able to receive that love, at least from what I can remember in that age group. So now I'm an adult and now I struggle with it. I struggle to receive love from another guy because I was never taught what that meant growing up. So then I thought about your situation. You had a very present father figure for the most part. And from my understanding, he loved you. So I wanted to see if there was that, that if you can make an association between it, the, well, the I think, experience. I think it is to an extent. I was just wondering Definitely. from our experience and it seems like it is because you mentioned, yes, you can, you can take it for the most part. I think, um, I think if anything, it's maybe just like the societal egoism that we fall into as adult men where we kind of maybe separate ourselves from that. But for the most part, it sounds like you were able to feel that from your father and understand how to like give and receive with him. And so then as you evolved into an adult, you already knew, had that preface with another man. So you were able to add that into your routine when you were older. Yeah, I think I think I also learned it from different environments. I think the men supporting men's environment, I think I learned that best in sports, to be honest. Mm. You know, when a man falls down, you get, you know, another man steps up, you get like, you know, that whole like men supporting men to me, the, it really cemented in sports. My dad didn't really teach me that. You know what I mean? Mm. It was the idea that, you know, um, if a teammate goes down, you're there for them. You back up your teammates, you, the, the collective goal, the, all of us coming together. Um, and I think in sports, we really understand it's not that like men are so far removed from this idea of like, um, supporting each other and celebrating small wins because we know how to do it in certain arenas in sports. We know how to do it really well. It's well documented when you win a possession, we win a quarter, we celebrate all these small wins and then you win the game and we're like, yeah, there's just sometimes we struggle to carry that over into life. Right. Cause that would same, be an accomplishment you're celebrating. It's the same kind of thing, right? We almost, we, we don't see the idea that like life is really just this basketball game on, on display all the time or this football game or this soccer game. You know, it's a lot of quarters. There's a lot of lessons to be learned within every single possession. You learn them all, you accomplish them all. Unfortunately, every sport event ends and then you get to like see it all and reflect where life, it only ends once. It only ends one time. So you only get to see if you won or you lost one time. And there is no winning and losing, right? And so I think that for us, when we accomplish these small things, we think that we always need to accomplish something bigger. Yes. Where the game... Needs to be big, grandiose. Huge. It's got to be this massive thing to be able to talk about, you know? Um, and we just kind of... And it's just the, the, the culture of just banter as well, right? Like as men, we just banter a lot because mm. we find more fun in that. We find more fun in banter. Like it's just... We don't meet up to just talk about emotions and feelings and you know what I mean? And just like... We just want to like move... We also just want a place where we can turn it off. Mm -hmm. And for most men, their friend, their male friend group is the place where they turn it off. Mm. So they don't want to think about the accomplishments and the challenges and the whatever. I'm just here to turn it off, have a good time, have a laugh. And then sometimes when that arena just gets built on laughter, humor, fun, when you're going through stuff and you want to bring that there, it's like, bro, this environment is for fun, man. Like, good for you. You know what I mean? Let's keep it moving. Like, oh, good accomplishment. Back to the process. Mm -hmm. Back to the thing. Um, and so I think that we, you know, that competition, the stuff that we kind of talked about earlier, we're kind of just kind of opening up the conversation now and having a random conversation about the conversation. But I think the real takeaway here is this idea that we struggle to receive love. We struggle to show support um, and men are reactive, period. So even if we were to bring support into the equation, it would be when we thought the house was on fire. Right. Not early in the stages. Right which ties back nicely to the quarter stuff. Mm -hmm. We don't celebrate quarter wins because we'll be there when you win the final. Mm -hmm. We'll show up even in, you know, um, supporting, sporting events and stuff like that. Like I would remember, you know, there'd be a whole entire season. You'd watch your friend play ball and you would only start showing up around the playoffs to watch the finals. You'd start showing up, to, your support would start kicking in like when they started achieving more and more and it was getting closer to the time. Mm -hmm. Not that like you weren't there to support time and stuff, all, all those things, but it's just, we do that psychologically with everything. 
I'll start showing up and supporting you when you get to a certain area of the equation. I feel like if you're even the player, sometimes for me, I was like, I almost felt like you just, you didn't need to. Sometimes I felt like you're like, you don't need to come to watch these regular season games. You can come and watch one of the finals. And maybe because that's all, maybe that's when I would go. Maybe that was my own um, thought process. And so I just felt like that would be everyone's. I don't know. But it is interesting. Yeah, definitely not for the quarters. The thing I like about what you're saying is uh, to extend off of it, you have you put this really well. I'll let you explain it. The idea between respect versus support. Mm-hmm. What do you feel is the difference between that? How do men exemplify that? How do they embody this? The idea of respecting another man versus support, supporting another man. I mean, supporting is a level of respect, but you put it. You put have an example of it. I think. I think the the big difference between the two is that because we're such innate competitors, right? I feel like we love competition. We love this idea of being in a competition and because it drives us, it fuels us, it gives us something to work towards. And in that competition, you're gonna meet other people who are very competitive and very good. And so to me, respect and support look different because I can respect your competitive spirit, I can respect your work ethic, but I'm not here to support it. I'm not here to support you, but Iron sharpen iron. I see you. You know what I mean? And I feel like with men, we've gotten to this point where, um, not getting to this point where what I see is that like we're very, very quick to show respect. If it's there, if it's warranted, we're quick to show it. And endless amounts of it too. Like game recognized game, it exists. That's not something that we've been ever struggled with. And when we're even showing affection, it almost comes from that place. Mm. That very just like, you see at the end of sports when like finals ends, the competition is over, guys embracing, pulling each other in. Hey man, you're the truth. You're for real. I'll see you next year though. Mm. You know what I mean? Like this feeling of like, we're really good at that. Could we take respect to another level and now add support? Mm -hmm. That is the part that's missing, right? It's almost like, and that's something that we fight for as men. We don't fight for other people's support. We fight for other people's respect. Mm -hmm. I want you to respect me. I don't want, I don't want support. And we're, we're good at receiving respect. Like there has been times where you compete with somebody and you're just like, I hope this guy comes up to me, tells me that I ball today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause I'm ready for that. I know how to receive that. I've practiced that speech. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. You're good. You're, you're, you know what I mean? I've, pr- I've practiced getting respect, but I've never practiced receiving support, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's a difference to me. There's a, there's a big difference. I think men are really good at giving respect and men are really good at giving, uh, receiving respect. Men really struggle giving, giving support and they struggle with receiving support. Mm-hmm. Um, because support, receiving support almost implies that it's kind of taken away maybe from the accomplishment that you had. Right. Where respect is at the end of it. It's like I've accomplished it. Right. So my pride is where it needs to be right now. Absolutely. It's cemented. Yeah, you filled my ego right to the cup. Yeah. Right to the top. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's go. Appreciate you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it's a bigger conversation just because of the more we can start embracing the support thing, the less soldiers will have fall. Mm. Right. Because if we can start being, whether it's your, within your own men group or um, if you could just start allowing yourself to like receive love and receive, you know, support, then you're just going to like run into less potholes, period. Mm-hmm. because you're going to feel like, Hey, I got the support. I got the backing. Like I can, I can fail forward. You know, there isn't so much that's predicated on me having to accomplish this, this journey we call life. It's, I can do my best and feel like I could reach out and get support. And I feel like mentorship and support and men's like, you know, men's support groups. And, you know, um, I'll turn the microphone back to you. You're a big believer in like these youth groups and like all these things. I think that men, we don't have as many of these groups as women do. Women got groups for everything. They got groups for perceived problems. Mm -hmm. Problems that aren't even here yet. They're like, "Uh uh-oh, I see this coming. Let's make a group about it. (laughs) Let's make a group. Let's make a support group about it. Where men, it's like all our support groups are like like traumatic. They're like the end of the spectrums. Mm -hmm. It's like we've all, this is a group of people, of collective men that have fallen off and we're trying to restore. This is a group of men that have done this and we're trying to fix this is a group of men. Where is the optimistic groups of men that just meet up and go, yo, you're good? Cool. What are you going through? Hey, 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 yeah. What do you have to add to that conversation? What do you got? We don't got groups like that. Mm. 
but we have our friend groups, but they're just like smaller. And sometimes our friend groups, we feel like you're a lone wolf in a friend group because you're evolving and your friend group isn't and you're stuck. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nah, I got nowhere to go. And these are my boys. So like, I can't, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. You touched on a lot of good points. I think there is an interesting space with man-to-man support and respect. And it's the adding in of like that rehumanizing process, like being a human again, rather than this idea of focusing on like self, 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 self. It's all about me. I got to do all of this. There's an interesting idea within the independence that I, I like, like to talk about, but it, what we really just want to do is we want to focus on the greater good. Like I want you to win as much as I want to win. But that's hard for us as men sometimes to get to that point based on, you know, our conditioning and competition and feeling like we need to like be at each other. Your success might take away from my success. Yeah. But healthy competition is so good. Like it's so great because it pushes people to become better, right? It's one of the reasons why we enjoy looking up to people is we see them. And so that's our silent competition. And so we want to work towards that. But I think what we forget in the process is that like we're still here. Like we're still a human. So how can we just be a good human and not always compete with somebody who's above us, you know, just have like a relationship with another man and fully support them in their journey, whether they, whether you look at them and perceive that they're ahead of you or not, none of that really matters, right? Because they're a human and I guarantee you they're going through just as many problems as you are. Just because they look good on the outside doesn't mean they look good on the inside, right? We're all battling our own, our own stuff. And so how can we support men through that? And there's nothing wrong with them succeeding. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. We want more of that. We want them to succeed. So that's part of like the, the rehumanizing. But something I really want to touch on is the way that support men supporting other men can go wrong. And I think it's very evident, but I do believe it needs to be addressed. And it, what we want to do here is we actually want to work towards debunking for the boys. And we'll explain. We know for the boys exists, right? Right. We're in this moment where there's three of us in this room. We're here. We're for the boys right now, right? The problem that we're facing is that the for the boys movement has men supporting men in really unhealthy things, really bad things. You know, like a guy does something bad and, and, he tells his boys, it was like, oh, well, it's okay. Like, you know, you're with us or whatever, like for the boys or do this because it's for the boys or, you know, guys love their girlfriend today and not hanging out with their boys. Like you're not for the boys, right? You're uh, um, somewhere along the lines of a simp or like you, you know, you, you're not here for the boys. So you're not part of the crew. And so what we want to make sure we work towards together as men is that we're supporting men in being good humans, We're not supporting really shitty behavior and really disrespectful behavior. So I think that's where I've fallen into in the past too, is I have supported men in doing really dumb shit, really dumb stuff that I didn't agree with, but it's because I didn't want to not be in the boys group. Right? So I think that's where like a line needs to be drawn in almost all of the men's groups is, are you taking things too far in this moment? And I need to speak up about that. And the feeling that I get that, you know, if I'm in the group and I feel like if I do something that's not ethical, let's say, or not morally right, but I feel like you guys would have my back in that decision quickly, right? And then I go into a phase in my life where I'm doing something that is good or like is moving away from some of those bad things and I feel like you guys don't got my back and no support. What does that say about the culture that we have? Right. Where if I go and do something that is not not cool. It's not a vibe, but you guys got my back. I feel supported in that decision. I feel like I could continue to make those mistakes and feel support and feel like I, you won't give up on me, but God forbid I like fall in love or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like God forbid I like, I like someone or I'm moving in a direction that isn't incongruent with, you know, the things that you were previously supporting me with the support system disappears overnight. Really ask yourself, like, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. I can get support for doing things that are deemed toxic. Mm-hmm. And if I go and do something that's like bettering me like as a man, as a human being, I lose my voice because they don't support, they don't, they weren't not going to support me in this venture. Mm. That's sad. There's such a big component in that of obviously the competition 
I think that is, uh, that is an address in those spaces is like, they feel like if you start to grow, right, then you won't be in this space anymore. And boys really love the for the boys, like really, really love for the boys. And if one of them or some of them decide to make change, all the other boys are like, oh, hell no. So they'll, they will do everything in their power to stop you from making that change to pull you back in because they're good here. They're, this doesn't require effort. This, this, this space right now, this is good. We mm-hmm. don't got to go nowhere. Let's chill. Let's banter. Let's talk shit. Let's be disrespectful. That's fine. We're good with it. We enjoy when we're doing that together. But then one person does something different. And all of a sudden the whole group is like, what the hell? Get out of the group. Or, bro, why are you being so dumb? You know, like stop being like that. Like come back here. Come stay with us. Because people are jealous of your advancement. Right? You start to make progress. They're jealous. So they're going to start bantering against you. So you're no longer for the boys. So you fall in love and you start to create like a really good relationship. They're like, oh, I haven't done that. And I don't know if I want to. So F you, you know, or hey, like she doesn't mean anything to him. He'll come back. It's like, what? Or they don't, they don't, they they don't, you know, the opposite is the worst is I'm happy in this new relationship. And because I don't feel support now, I'm in a riff. Mm. Now I don't even know how, I don't even know if I'm happy about what's going on because it's like, it's caused a riff in my life. Everything's off balance because the people who supported me don't seem to support me in this space. And now I'm bringing that to the relationship because right. I'm like, you, yes, I like you, but you've lost me a lot too. You lost me, my friends. And is that fair competition for her? It's like, you know, like, and that's the kind of space where it's just, if support people just through all of their, through everything that they're doing, just, we just, we, sh- we shouldn't pick and choose when to support someone and when to not support someone. And unfortunately, especially when they're taking on these challenges of just like really good men things like, Becoming fathers, being there for their kids, going into relationships that, you know, with strong women that could help them become better men, more balanced. You know, we shouldn't be not supporting men on those type of ventures. But unfortunately, we do. And unfortunately, we get stuck into living and being a shell of what we could be. And some men take that step on their own. They go on an island on their own and they have to lose everything that they've built to go on that island on their own. And they have to like, just be like, okay with it because they know deep down that it's the best decision for their life. And they're actually growing as a person. They shouldn't have to lose everything though. And they shouldn't have to have to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. And that comes from, um, you said jealousy there. I think something that I would add is that some of those men just aren't ready to, for that chapter for themselves. So they don't want you to be ready for that chapter either. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that. I'm still single and mingling and doing my thing. I just don't associate. I don't see what you're doing in my near future. So like your behavior is, I got to move it. I got to move away from it. Cause I'm not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not even a jealousy thing. It's just like a, you know, I'm not ready for that, but what a shame. What a shame that like, you know, you, you can't just be happy for somebody else in their, in their endeavors and support them through that. Uh, and the opposite, I'm like, for me, and I went through it where you feel like, you know, when your, your guy friend gets into a relationship where you feel like you see that as like a threat to your relationship, been there, have felt it. You lose the attention of your friend. Like it's all gone. He's lost in la la land. You know what I mean? He's still learning how to balance and manage. Like, you know, how do I manage my friends and this new girlfriend and whatever the case may be. Um, but what ends up happening is that like you, don't allow that person to really figure out what the thing is with the, with the other person he's trying to build a relationship with because he's trying to people please the squad or he's trying to people please her and he never can just exist, mm-hmm. you know? But if you support him in that relationship and you reach out to the girl he's talking to and you're like, hey, how you doing? And she feels comfortable with it. He feels like, yeah, they're approving. She's approving. Now I can figure it out. Like, do I like this girl? Do I, I can worry about the real problem at hand. Do I like this girl? Or you know what I mean? But when I'm dealing with different problems, like I'm going to lose my friend group over this girl, I'm going to like whatever, then what, what problem am I thinking about? And mm-hmm. that problem is caused by the group of guys mm-hmm. that don't, you know what I mean? They treat her differently. She shows up around and it's just like the enemy. She's the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nah, you know what I mean? I'm going to not show her my full self. I'm going to not like, you know, I'm going to be half of my, I'm going to be a shell of myself. So she doesn't think that she's like welcome here. So that it will speed up the process of this ending or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And we might not do it consciously, but we do it subconsciously. Absolutely. Um, we do it subconsciously sometimes, some of us. 
And those are the, I feel, you know, empathetic to those men that are in those groups. Um, and the groups that are doing that, I just encourage you to just like try supporting the relationship and see how that goes. You know what I mean? Try, because at first it's hard. At first it's always hard for every man who's trying to juggle a friendship and a new relationship. It's hard. You got to figure out how to like balance the two. Cause I've given 10 years to this group and I just started this relationship. I need to like put in sweat equity. I got to hang out with her to learn about her. You know what I mean? That's going to take some time. It's going to feel like I'm taking away from you, but no, I'm not taking away from what we've built. I'm just, this is going to take some time. And so it just feels so much better when you know you got support in that. And that like, you know, I often tell my friends, I'm just like, Hey, she makes you happy. And that's all I care about. I'm getting a happy version of you. That's all I care about. That's it. If you're miserable, let's talk about it. But if you're happy and I'm just putting my negative energy onto your plate because I just, I don't, I almost don't want you to be happier. I don't want that to thrive because I want, I want to be the source of your like joy and happiness. Um, I want you to be about the squad. That's a little bit, it's a little bit selfish and it's a little bit like, um, just unfair because it's 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 holding you back from personal growth. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a little a little forward, but it's very self righteous. It's like make sure that my life is more important and my circle is important, which we do as men. And on top of that, uh, it really brings up your insecurities about maybe how strong this relationship is with your bro, and maybe that you do feel it could be gone, or maybe that you do have problems with it, or you're not ready for a relationship. What makes you feel insecure? Like a lot of it has more to do with you than it does the friend that's pursuing the, the relationship. It's way more to do with that. It has nothing to do with the relationship. But I also think to just to kind of tie the loop on it all is just let men do their thing and support them in doing that thing. Of course, in like a healthy, respectful ways and things like that, where it's like, if you want to go and do that, that's fantastic. If I have something to say about it, I'll say it to you, but not in the sense of like, I'm not going to support you if you make that other decision. Go do that. I'll, I'll be here on both sides of the equation, but I'm letting you know, this is what I've done. This is what I experienced. This is how, this is what might help you. You make your decision, but the judgment that's constantly invading that space of like, you didn't make my decision and I told you so. So F you is just, there's no support there. There's no respect there. And it's like, we can't be friends because you didn't make my decision mm-hmm. that I gave you to make. We just, we're constantly injecting our reality into other people's lives, especially as men. And so it's just a, an interesting space. So you, you phrase this well, where we're talking about debunking for the boys. How do we want to see it? How do we, how do we want to like rephrase it in a way? The for the boys? Yeah. Cause right now the for the boys means anything. There's no limit to that. Right whether it's healthy or, or unhealthy or toxic or bad or good, whatever, there's no limit to that. But you, you mentioned something that was really like using the same words. I can't remember. What did I say? Oh, it was, I think it was more, it was essentially saying like, we're here for you in a sense. Like we are here for you as a man or as a friend. Like that's kind of what we meant. Cause for the boys is taken in like, uh, like a context of anything and everything you could do something bad and we'll be, you know, for the boys, like do we support your bad decisions? We won't, you know, come at you for those. And so the other side of it is actually just using the words. Like we are here for you, like your support system. Like we're here for the boys in a sense. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that like, it's, it's always some, you know, someone said it best to me. Um, how did she say it? She said, basically like when you get older, basically you get older and you realize like the battles of life, like you get awake to the battles of life. And then only then does the challenge of being good start. Right. So like you get older, then you realize, Oh, these are the decisions that like your parents are protecting you from all these times. These are the innocence. Like this is what, they were protecting you from. And then the battle of becoming a good person starts. Now it's you versus this world of like constant temptation to do these. And it's all a growing process. Right. And so sometimes you need to make these bad decisions in order to kind of understand the decision that you made, you know? So it's the thing that should be taken away from it is that like, to me, support for bad behavior comes from like repetitively making the same mistake over and over again and me not changing my reaction to your repetitive behavior. And like if it's an intent to cause harm. 
Exactly. I think that's a big part of it too. Is like you you make a bad decision, but in that moment, if you're intentionally making the bad decision, that's a different story. That's what we shouldn't be supporting in the For the Boys movement because a lot of times it is that intentional harm, intentional disrespect. And we're like, yeah, we're here for it because you're a guy. So For the Boys. And not, not to say I'm here for it as much as I am here for not breaking this band up. Right. Like I'm not here for that individual behavior, but like I'm also not going to die on this sword and like lose the band mm-hmm. break up the band you know what i mean like that's i feel like the fear of you know sometimes men speaking up in some of these spaces is that they're they're scared of breaking up the band like i'm not trying to be the guy who broke up in sync you know mm-hmm. what i mean especially if i don't feel like i'm justin timberlake like mm-hmm. hell no if i'm the backup guy i'm definitely not breaking up the band you know what i mean um and justin timberlake currently is getting absolutely dominated on so uh on social media and that's why his name kind of came out to mind but um cancel culture is coming from him but it's this idea that like we don't want to break up the band and so the support doesn't come from a place of like like if you, i guarantee you if you asked me how i felt about it you probably be like i just thought i don't think it was that cool but it's not that deep you know what i mean like i would answer probably something like that like it would be visibly shown that i'm not like whoa that was a horrible decision i love it it just shows that like our we just don't die on swords to end the band mm. and that's where the quiet it's almost like you supported me by not saying anything right that's where the support is you just you know what i mean it's a quiet support you didn't call me out so it must be fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i'm not calling you up because i'm not trying to break up the band right i don't cause conflict here i'm not gonna be the only guy who like like yo bro you did that one thing and then it becomes this quiet silent you know what i mean and it came up in tiger woods documentary as well where you know he was going around he's sleeping around with a bunch of women blah, blah 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 but his team all saw it they all saw what was going on, but they were like, collectively as a band, we're not going to talk again. Like, who's going to die on the sword? Who wants to talk? Yeah, I don't want to get fired. No, I work for Tiger Woods. Yeah. There's I'm no trying way. to keep my job. Right. And it's just, it's just a smaller scale of that. It's I'm just trying to keep my position within this group, and I'm not going to die on that sword. Mm-hmm. But that gets perceived as I'm supporting your decision. Right. I'm supporting what you did. And often it's not that. I think if you... Um, if you're willing to ask and say, yo, what do you think about what I did? I guarantee you'll probably have an answer for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go up. I'm not going to grab the microphone and go, hey, objection. Um, <clears throat> kind of shitty move, mate. You know what I mean? That's not happening because I'm worried about my spot in this group. So to finish up this week's episode, you know what it is. This is CK with the PQ for you. Do you as a man feel the constant need or desire to always be the leader and why? Ask yourself that question this week and we will talk about it in next week's episode. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Modern Masculinity Podcast. If you haven't yet, please download, subscribe, leave a review. But most importantly, if you took any value out of this episode or you enjoyed this episode, please post and share with your close family and friends. You can follow us at our online IG account, which is at Modern Masculinity. Make sure the C is a K. Remember, we're trying to represent the mask that men wear. So at Modern Mask, Masculinity Podcast. You can also follow us on our private socials. Mine is at Coach Kyle Rushton. And mine is Anwar Ahmed 4. And uh, any kind of post share that you do helps us kind of build this community one listener at a time. So we appreciate um, all your efforts. And remember, we're here with you. And we are standing tall beside you in this arena of misunderstood masculinity. Until next time, peace. <laughs>